and we're back <laughs> week, week to week. I yesterday in the car thought of, and I don't remember how it goes, so I will not be performing it here. Uh, a like theme song that was like a ska version of the theme song. But because I just sang, things. I just like sang the part, and then I was like, "Oh, I can hear like the yeah. up upstroke guitar backbeat thing or whatever," and then like mm-hmm. the horns fill in or whatever. But I don't remember it, so I don't remember a lot of things. <laughs> an old man, Bo. You are, you are an old man. Yeah, I'm young. Cool. So this is Two Tunes Podcast. This is I'm Bo. Bo's a young man. This is Brandon. I'm an old man. What are we oh. talking about? I'm going to be talking about um, telegraphs, Telegraph. and Bo's going to be talking about TikTok. Yep, TikTok. I'm going to be talking about ninjas, and you're going to be talking about ninjas. Samurai. Gross. You've seen that thing that's like samurai weren't abolished until like 1879. Yeah, yeah. The fax machine and, was invented and, yeah, this yeah, year, yeah, and yeah. Abraham. So there's like a 20 year period where Abraham, Abraham Lincoln could have yeah. gotten a fax from a samurai. Tell me, I'm like breaking stuff. That's a good here. one. Yeah, I did that. See that's that's the that's the the thing about history that you don't get is like the connections between all these different things because yeah. like you kind of like learn is like this long line of 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 basically like this came to here and came to here and came to here but like what was happening at the same time in right. another thing yeah so like what what art was created during the American Revolution That's where we insert yeah, the cricket noise because yeah, no one knows because yeah. it's like, well, those are, those aren't connected. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, they are. Yeah. They're 100% connected. Like what was going on in, in music at this time? Yeah. Like we, we kind of like in the sixties and the seventies, you can kind of make that connection. There's a little uh-huh. bit more because the songs were part of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, well, the, but I saw a thing even the other day that was like. I just learned Picasso died in like 1972, and it's like I thought that MFR was like <laughs> 1800s or something. It's like no, yeah, 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 or even just like or that like wait, what was the guy that was working with Diz- D- Dolly? Dolly and Disney were like they were working on stuff together. Oh, Salvador Dolly. Salvador Dolly. Yeah, sorry, I was. You said it weird. Yeah. Dolly. Dolly. You said like Dolly, and I was like yeah. Dolly Parton. Oh, <laughs> and that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, We'll go. I, I'm looking at something, and, okay. and and like things are making more sense to me. Oh, I see. With with thing. Okay. Anyways, you're cool. going first. What what do we do here, Bo? Uh, we talk about two tunes. Two tunes. And, and I'm you're first. Talking about the first tune of this thing. Of the two. Yeah. So I am talking about Strasbourg Saint Denis. Do you know where Strasbourg Saint Denis is? No. Because it's based on a real place. Is it just like uh? Our very first episode. Uh, sure. Something to Dover. Calais to Dover. Calais to Dover. Yeah, Those cool. are real places. So, uh, Bringing it back. Strasbourg Saint-Denis <clears throat> is in France. I believe it's in Paris. And it's like a subway stop or something like that, or like a train stop. <clears throat> um, but it's a tune by Roy Hargrove, who is a trumpet player. And he... More specifically... More specifically, the Roy Hargrove Quintet. Quintet, yes. This is that from that specific album of his group. Uh, he was born in 1969. He passed away, unfortunately, at 2018. Um, he oh, some... I thought you were going to say at 25. No, in 2018. Okay. Excuse me. I, I was pronouncing things weird. Um, so died pretty young. Uh, he was having, I think he had like issues with his kidneys and stuff. 
and it it was pretty sudden i think that he passed away at least publicly sudden mm-hmm. um maybe you know things have been going on for a while but um yeah it was pretty pretty abrupt and and like um you know he was he was beloved and he was becoming um sort of like a oh gosh i cannot think of words today man i'm tired guru uh not guru but just like elder statesman like he was he was gonna he was gonna be like like a i mean he is in his own right like (laughs) like famous and whatever but he was gonna be like if he would have lived like a full life and stuff he would have been like in this lineage of of very famous influential trumpet players do you know what i mean yeah i can't i still can't think of the dizzy gillespie i don't know i'm just naming that's another trumpet player sure but but i mean like he he'd be on that list like in your top and he he may still be but he just didn't get to to live out everything but he he did a lot of stuff he's um from houston or like the houston area uh the school that he went to um let me see if i can find it real quick. i think it was the hard knocks no uh the school that he went to was the booker t washington high school for the performing arts in uh, dallas sorry he's from dallas um i thought he was from houston but i guess he's from dallas but that school is famous because it had a bunch of people that came out of it or came out of like that scene. Um, one of them in particular were that he collaborated with um, is Erica Badu. Nice. Uh, Nora Jones also went to that school. Okay. You know her uh, father, right? Edie Brickell also from that school and then and some other people that I don't really know. Um, but like a bunch of people came out of that school and um, – so speaking of like Eric Badu, he had this, he had a lot of influence from like hip hop and R and B and other stuff. And so in addition to being a jazz guy, he also had another group called like the RH factor, which was more of like an R and B funk kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he won Grammys for both. Like he's got a jazz Grammy and he's got like this, I don't know what the specific one is. I can look it up, but on Wikipedia it says for two different genres of music. Cool. So you want me to start playing it? Yeah. And right away, I think you're going to hear some of those influences I was talking about. acoustic bass yeah but like this is a hip hop this is a hoop like a hip hop yeah it just adds yes there's definitely like uh it's not really like jazz drumming yeah it's like hip hop drumming yeah which you could totally hear Eric Capodou singing on top of this there's some great live versions of this on YouTube to check out by the way I wanted to point out like so, so the quintet, it's, it's, so piano, bass, drums, sax, and trumpet. Alpha sax. Now we're in like the B section of the tune. Play the A section twice. pause for a second so it's kind of like this aab sort of tune and then now we're into the the solo thing mm-hmm. um but it's just got this great feel to it there's like lots of these like little anticipated kind of things little syncopated things that are a little out of left field um part of that's just the rhythm section kind of like doing their thing with it but um it's great this has become kind of like a modern standard as well mm-hmm. um standard or yeah standard tune jazz standard would be a tune that just like 
is very popular and a lot of people learn and know and will perform and do their own version of. Um, We've been doing a lot of work on standards in my jazz band this year. So that's kind of what that is for everybody. The piano sound in this solo, do you know what he's doing? Um, I I do know that he's like, he's hitting the same key more than once. He does. He's got his hand inside, like on the strings. Okay. All right. That, that, yeah. Hold on. Let's just play it. Sure. Yeah, there. Yeah, Yeah. right. No, I think it's gone. But you can hear this like, and it's like a plucking. Uh huh. Is it gonna come back? I don't think he does. I think it's just the one time. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. But it's a jazz piano solo, but it's so hip hop influenced and stuff. Yeah, but like now I, it goes I, more into like a quote unquote like traditional jazz. Yeah. What I I was gonna bring that up, and, yeah. and that totally made sense because I'm like that sounds like he's plucking the string. Yep. It sounds like a like the bass, but there's like the bass is doing a different thing, yeah. and it's a different timbre of yeah. the bass strings. And that like oh yeah, that totally makes sense that mm-hmm. his hand is in there playing. Yeah. But who is he? So no one can see, but like one hand is playing the one keys, hand is playing and one the keys hand is, and one hand is on the strings. Yep. For the beginning portion of it. Oh wait, is the front off? Because so this is this he's is not playing it upright. He's playing it like a grand piano. Is he playing? A, yeah. Is there a video for this? Uh, there is. There is video. There are a couple live versions of this that you can see. Um, and and so it's, it's a grand kind of, piano, so you can so you can like just reach your hand out in front, okay. just touch the strings. Right. It's kind of become the thing to do. I think maybe based on this original recording, because mm-hmm. um, I've seen it with two different piano players. And they both do it. Okay. So they don't play exactly the same solo, but they do that thing of getting that effect. Yeah. Um, of reaching inside the piano. One of them is Gerald Clayton, and I can't remember who the other one is. I want to say Mark Carey, but I don't remember if that's correct. Um, but they both kind of do it. There's there's a great version with the guy who I think is Mark Carey, but I can't remember. Uh, he, the audience is clapping on one and three, <laughs> and he like makes them clap on two and four. He doesn't Man. do the Harry Connick thing of adding a beat, but where. Where was the recording? Where in the world was the recording? I almost want to say it was in France. Yes. Because there's a... What do you mean yes? <laughs> no, 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 no. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Um, because if it's the video I'm thinking of, when um, Roy introduces it, he mentions Strasbourg, St. Denis, and they, everybody kind of like laughs. Because mm-hmm. I think it's like kind of a sketchy part of town, maybe. Okay. Um, but he's like... Yeah, so like I spent a little bit of time there, and I wrote this tune, <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay, haha. The 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 French part was because that's where Harry Connick Jr. did it, is or, it? Or yes, okay. So so there were a bunch of squares, or it's a cultural <laughs> thing. It's clapping on one and three. It's called. Cu- it could be a cultural thing because there are a bunch of squares. All right, you can say that, <laughs> but like then then it's. And, and it, French people, but it's it's just like okay in America we do it this way and this is the way it's supposed to be everywhere. And it's like, but that's the way they do it. Like, it might not be like oh but no, we got to hit on the back wheel on two on two and four. But it's like, why are you trying to change are you who they are? French? No, but my name is French. <laughs> <laughs> but wait a second, <laughs> French the whole time. But just, but just think about it, like why, why are you trying to change the way that they they do a thing because it fits your culture. 
And everyone's like, oh, you can't do this. And like every example just says, yeah, they were in France and they were doing this thing. And then this person who was American was like, and then they did this. And it's like. Isn't your job as the musician in a way to educate though? Educate them how? With your music. Okay. Educate how? But educate them to what the, what the. What the what? What the, what, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you're saying it's cultural for them to do this. Well, it's cultural in this. Cultural is not the right word, but like cultural in this style of music to feel the backbeat for two and four. Okay. So it's like, hey, this is new to you guys. Maybe you guys aren't as hip on this, which is weird because like French people, like a bunch of American expats like moved to France in Mm -hmm. like the 40s and 50s and like did the jazz thing over there. Yeah. I think it's just a fluke. Unless maybe, you have like maybe, but that's that's the thing is like maybe it needs to be researched more of like maybe like these things are happening because it's why a are French thing. people so square? <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna Google that right now. <laughs> why are French Wait. people so square? Hey Siri, why are French people so square? She's thinking about it, getting bad service right now. On it, she says. Yeah, that's the back of the microphone. So the three things she's come up with are square slang on Wikipedia. <laughs> Uh, which apparently dates to the 13th century and derives from the old French esquire. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It, it derives from where? <laughs> That's amazing. Where? Also, from French? are French people nice on Quora? Uh, and then 13 hilarious French stereotypes and why they are wrong. <laughs> so, okay. I'll, I'll look those up later. But maybe there needs to be an Adam Neely video on, like, why do French people, or maybe maybe, maybe it's just... What's the deal with clapping on one and three? Yeah, yeah, Why do people... Why are they doing it? Yeah, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why do they go see Harry Connick Jr. and clap? If, if they knew the music, why yeah. why they feel that way? I don't know. Instead of being like, you're wrong, just be like, well, I don't understand. Why are you doing this? Because where I come from, we do it this way. Okay. And I want to know why you're doing it that way instead of being like, you're wrong. I don't know if the concert venue is the right <clears throat> it's not. spot for that. Well, you know, because Adam Neely's like, it's one, two, because the new song. Sure. And that was education. It's like, how do you feel it? First, yeah. it's like, let me visualize and let me observe and then uh-huh. be like, okay, we could do it this way yeah. or we could do it this way. You can call me Ray or you can call me Jay. <laughs> goes a little out there which is cool this is roy i can you pause for a second because i don't want to talk over his solo so much man he's such a great player he's got such a great tone there's a wrote wrote a bunch of great tunes um go ahead there's, there's a panning question okay first off what's panning Panning is moving the sound from the left to the right. Okay, I really center. hope you would ask the joke and be like, what's well, where you put dirt in a pan and then you try to get the gold out? <laughs> but doom, ting. Anyways, um, yes, it's where it goes left and right. Okay. So piano. Mm-hmm. On recordings. Mm-hmm. The bass is, like the bass keys are oh, left no. or right. Oh, I don't know. I assume maybe on, well, I, I don't know. I won't assume because well, they're either on the left. Let's listen. Okay. Let's listen. Uh, but we'll re- we'll rewind it. <laughs> I 
I just hear most of the piano on the right. Do you hear most of the piano or do you hear like... No, I hear most of the piano. I do hear maybe a bit of the left hand on the on the left side. Okay. But I'm hearing most of the piano on the right. Yeah, because that's where all the high stuff was. Oh, I know that, but I'm saying in general. Okay. So left, you just said, oh, the left hand, like as if you're playing it, right? Yeah. Okay. As if you're playing it, the left, the lows are on the left side because uh-huh. it's the left hand. Well, as you're playing it. Drums, where's the hi-hat? In general or on the recording? On this recording, let's listen. Well, I'm not, that's the thing. I'm not paying attention enough to that to know. It's on the left. It is on the left. As if Which you're playing. Which is where it would be as if you're playing. As if you're playing it. Yeah. Okay. Now I hear the piano more on the left in general. Because it's all that low stuff. Yeah, he's like in the mid-range. Yeah. I still hear it more on the left. I'm hearing the trumpet. Yeah, yeah, exclusively on the right. This might be where they move it, but when it was just the piano thing, it was different. It was it was like the front and center, uh-huh. right? And actually, like yeah. So I'm listening to the drums, yeah. and like right now he's on the hi hat, but like when he goes over to the crash cymbal, it's on yeah. the right, and the snare is in the center. So the well, hi-hat's on the left. Sure. My, my point is that like if you're playing at keyboards right now, it is the whole keyboard is moved over yeah. to there so that the trumpet's on the right. But when it was solo. And now the sax is on the left. Yeah. Now the saxophone has always been over there. Uh-huh. Like when they were bouncing back and back and forth. Yeah. But now piano's a little more to the right. Yeah, I still hear it on both, yeah. Yeah, but that can you could pause be... again so I can... No, you're not. <laughs> not allowed to pause it. So they're moving it around, yeah, as yeah. opposed to keeping it consistent. But which I, is... I, for the f- future, for everyone listening, just listen, listen to where things are, especially when there's like a piano. Okay, and it's it's just an observation. Yeah, because when piano uh, is played um, or recorded, you usually have the lows on the left, mm-hmm. so left hand on the left, as if you're playing it. But then the drums sometimes will flip flop. So As sometimes them. We, we've and we've talked about this well, yeah before. we've just, yeah. like like uh, audience perspective versus uh, player's player perspective, perspective yeah which I'm a fan of players per, player perspective yeah um, but the piano is always that and maybe mm-hmm. it goes back to the orchestra when you'd have a piano player the piano player would be the kind of the conductor this is going way back right sure. And so the piano would be facing the... Like the keys would be facing out towards the yeah, audience. So, because, so just yeah. like they were the player. Right, right. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. But then that also flips around. So the lows... But then the low voices are usually on the right. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, man. Yeah. Um, does that does that tend itself to, to uh, band as well? Like, do you have like highs on the on the left? It sort of depends. Like a typical <clears throat> not jazz band. Hate but no, no, no. Band. I'm talking about concert band. Because your trumpets are in the center, yeah. and then you have your flutes and your clarinets up. Front yeah, it to sort left. of depends. And There's your like saxophones a, are several here. different schools of thought and stuff. There's some people that try to keep the the mid voices and high voices and low voices sort of together. Um, but then there's some that's not. Like I've seen everything from tuba all the way on the right to tuba in the middle. Um, and then like everything kind of expanding out from there. Usually your flutes and clarinets are on the front with your fruits, flutes on the right and clarinets on the left. But I've seen fruits it. I've cl- seen it. The opposite of that. Horns are usually off to the left behind. It's there's there are standard things, but there aren't. 
Jazz band's probably the one that's the most standard, unless you're Duke Ellington's band or the Jazz Lincoln Center Orchestra. And they the only thing they do different is they flip the saxophones. Gotcha. Anyway, um, I so he passed away in uh, November of 2018. In January of 2019, uh, I was in New York City at Jazz Lincoln Center for what they call Jazz Congress. Mm-hmm. And it was a... Um, uh, sort of just, uh, just get general I want to say Congress but that's not the right thing uh, conference if you will of people in the jazz industry mm-hmm. and there were talks and there were discussions and there were interviews and there were performances and there was all this stuff related to the jazz industry and so there were sessions that were like um I do this listening exercise in my class. It's called, but is it jazz? And there was basically like a session that was almost like that. And it was for, uh, people within the, the jazz, I'm using air quotes world. Um, so like one of them was like Donnie McCaslin, who's this saxophone player who like played on David Bowie's last record. One was, um, I'm going to butcher her name. Michelle Geller. No, Michelle. Um, uh, Oh gosh, how do you say her last name? She's the one that did that. She did Wild Night with um, John Cougar Mellencamp. She's a great guitar and bass player and stuff. Michelle mm. Nadeshello or something like that. And then there was like a couple other people, but they're all like in this jazz world. But it's like, but we're not jazz artists. We're just artists, and we happen to be associated with this. But anyway, yeah. there's stuff like that. Then there's also people that are talking about like how to get your record label started and how to do this, that, and the other thing. But the culminating thing that happened at the end of the Jazz Congress was they did a tribute concert to Roy Hargrove, which was really cool because it had just been a couple months before that that he passed. And there were members of his small group. There were members of the Roy Hargrove big band. There was Erica Badu and Common, who were both you know from Texas, that that performed. Uh, Nora Jones came in and did a couple things. Um it just was this like who's who of jazz people coming together to celebrate the life of Roy Hargrove. It ended up being like over a three hour concert. Um, it was, it was wild. It was just like one group after another, after another, after another It was really awesome. Um, but I was really fortunate enough to, to be there for it. Um, and it was really cool, but it was, it was great to see them celebrate his life and stuff. And they started with like a new Orleans funeral procession, um, which was like jazz Lincoln center did that. And, yeah, just was really, really great tribute to him. That sounds awesome. Yeah. The one cool thing I like about each of the soloists yeah. is like their first half or so is more hip hop oriented, and then they kind of like go, yeah. go jazz with it. Like they take that turn, which is cool. The saxophone player is a little more jazz like throughout. Especially now. Yeah. But that's what I mean. This is that's when it makes the shift. But even earlier, he was more more connected lines and things, as opposed to more angular the way the other guys were doing it. Okay. Back to the head of the tune. That little stutter in the drums is cool. It happens quite a few times. This is kind of the thing on the end of this tune, too. Different versions I've heard, kind of like hang out.
It just rings. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I it's a tune that I just wanted to go longer. I just want that groove to keep going. And the couple live versions that are out there, like on YouTube and stuff, are like nine or ten minutes long. Mm-hmm. So you get more of it. It's mostly just them doing more solos, but yeah, it's a great, great tune. Like I said, it's become like a modern jazz standard. It's really cool. So, yeah, this album's it. really great too. Ear food that it's off of. So I highly recommend his stuff. Gone too soon. So let's take a break. All right. Contemplate. We're back. We're that back to the Tune Tunes podcast. Do you like uh, Australians? Uh, yeah, I listen to several Australian podcasts. Yeah. Why? Do you like Australian bands from Melbourne? Um, Melbourne. Melbourne. Um, not this band <laughs> in particular. <laughs> genre. TBH. What genre is this to you, Bo? Uh, to me? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, so here's that's the thing. Fair. This is this is my thought because I... <laughs> So I, I, I picked this band specifically because it's like, I was like, what, what is, what's that? Uh-huh. What? So I, I discovered this band through, um, the, the offshoot podcast of lead singer syndrome, which is the new noise, which uh-huh. they just talk about new records coming out. And right. they're like, and they talked about like how, like, who do you, who tours with this band? Like who, yeah. who, who could you package this with? Yeah. They're like, well, maybe they do like with Coheed. I guess they could do that. Yeah. And I'm like, that, Okay. I'm in. Let me listen to it. And then I was listening. I'm like, what? 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 Where did that? What? That? See, so you were surprised by this. I was not. You weren't surprised? Well, this, I felt every... This song, uh-huh. not surprising, but it list, just listen to like, just put this band, 12 Foot Ninja, just uh-huh. be like, Siri, play 12 Foot Ninja, and then just see, just yeah. listen. But and see, then I see if you're not. To. I'm okay. not intrigued by them. I don't hate it. Yeah. And and I and I was, you know, doing my best to keep like an open mind about it and stuff, but there were every little like left turn and stuff whatever. Yeah. I was like, yep. Yeah. Cuz again, I don't they they This s- one the more you listen to it, the more you Oh no, yeah. They they're genre adjacent to a few things. They've got yeah, yeah. obviously like prog metal y things okay. that's where the and and some other stuff, but they like there's a moment later where it's like and we're going to jazz now and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but I've heard that. Like I've heard that from this. It's, it's again, it's not a bad tune. It's just to me, how, whatever sort of genre mashup things you want to call this, it's a very good representation of that. Okay. I guess. Fuck you. No, no, no I'm just trying to be positive about it, but it's not, it, this one didn't. All right. This, I mean, this is opening track off their 2016 record. Okay. Outlier. Um, I think people should listen to this and give it like a, like a, not just this song, but mm-hmm. like other things. Cause I was just like, let me pick a song. Cause they're all like weird. And the reason I chose this is cause it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's weird stuff. Uh, they're from Melbourne, Australia. Um, they're a weird band. I mean, on here it says alternative metal, funk metal, gent, yeah. avant-garde metal, yeah. which like. I don't think that this band is as weird as th- that podcast made them seem. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, yeah, like they could tour with Incubus. Uh-huh. They could tour with any of those bands from 2001, late 90s, yeah. right? Well, like they, could Inc- be, they could be out with Dream Theater. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's the proggy thing. It's the yeah. funk metal thing. Um, what's What are the bands now that like just do 
weird killer guitar things like um, uh, Dragon Force. No, <laughs> no, but yeah. Did like, I send you that that TikTok? There's a there's a girl. <laughs> there's a girl. She's playing drums. She's like, drumming, but she's like singing all the stuff. But she's playing all the crazy drums. Yeah, it's very funny. Yes, I should remember who these people are and like give them a shout out because they're very good. But. Yeah, TikTok people. Um, what? Damn it! Now you've got me confused. Uh, periphery. Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah, like you yep. can hear that in mm-hmm. them, but it's also like oh, this is like new metal. Yeah, progressed. And then going to throw in this weird, like, kind of incubusy thing. Yeah. Early incubus thing. It. So, anyways, we're going to start it. Now put your money where your mouth is. And then it kind of sounds like Fred Durst. Yeah. <laughs> I got slight Godsmack vibes as yeah, well. Yeah. And then this is just like. Yeah, there's actual hand clapping. That's not just bow. Although there's also bow. They almost This is the periphery type yeah. like like weird. There's a couple things that strike me. One is that they almost feel is this their first album? No, second. Okay. It just feels like well, and again, I've heard second. this one song. The phrase trying too hard comes to mind. All right. Of like they're just trying to do all the things and like we're gonna do all these left turns and all these other things. And maybe and maybe that is but you've listened to more of them. Is that kind of their thing? Is that every song we're gonna I think I think they they, they throw some weird things in. Right now, I don't think they've thrown in any weird thing yet. This chorus is a little odd, like where it goes to harmonically and stuff and melodically. Okay. I still think it that this sounds falls. like it's from a different song. I, I think all this stuff still fits within that like 2001, 2002. Yeah, yeah. And this metal still sounds like sound. the same band. It, to me, it sounds like a chorus from a different song. Yeah, all on right. the same I, album. I I disagree. Okay. With that, I still think like like yeah, we're we're gonna put these these weird sections together, but everything kind of still sits within that. Uh-huh. But it does get to like wait, where'd that come from? Like yeah. it's weird it's, spacey. It, it, yeah, sounds. but it's like it's the DJ thing, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's the the night new metal yeah. sound. And I mean, the, this band's probably like, we're not new metal, mate. Almost certainly, <laughs> where yeah, it's just not like, wanting to be. I, I, you know, this is after I was listening to like the new Limp Bizkit record, <laughs> which is really bad. I'm and sure. then this, I'm like, this is first, the section I was like, yep, I've heard this before. Yeah, but first I'm like, that's weird. But now I'm like, well, no, because this is like, like Incubus would have done this. And it's like, okay, maybe that's the other thing too. Is that it sounds too much like other things. Yeah. It know. does. It know. sounds like a mashup and of a have, bunch of different bands from yeah. that time period. But like I think they do it and this. This is the weirdest part when you actually listen to the whole thing. Okay. Because this part is like this isn't like a two thousand two, two thousand one thing, new yeah. metal thing. This is like a you know, periphery thing. Mm-hmm. Where I think people who listen to periphery are probably like, What you no. Know? Yeah. Like what trying to sell people on this band i don't even like love this band well it's fine and, and like i keep but trying i think to, it's funny i keep trying to but don't listen to this Let, just just put get into i know it you don't want to i'm like i don't but listen to like everything i still got church girls to listen to i didn't listen to them since last week church girls you should listen to <laughs> yeah, yeah church girls is way better than yeah. this this but, is i'm not intrigued by this right. to go deeper all right but maybe Christian is. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Rich is not, because, you know, Rich doesn't listen to it. So. 
I keep trying to like in my head justify my reasons for not. I mean, I just smile and laugh and be like, "This is so." Oh yeah, and this. So I'm like listening to this on, like on maybe a, it's because like car. I think that they can't decide what they are, or maybe. who they are. But then I, I was listening to this and like, oh, of course they're now they're fading out. Like, what is this? Yeah. So like, being surprised. Uh-huh. And then the, like, it's like, jazz piano solo. Jan- like, yeah. where? What? Being surprised is is what gets me into to certain things. Yeah. Like a great song. I th- that sounds bad. So like a great song is just gonna be like, oh yeah yeah okay it's cool it's a great song it's yeah. awesome. But like surprise me and be like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like that's my interest. Because and so you felt surprised by this. Yeah. Where like like the, the things that that I, it's it's gonna be dumb. Uh, the things that I make that, with echoes in the wellhouse. Uh-huh. It's like I just programming stuff. So like mm. when something's like, "Ooh, what was that?" Like that's the cool thing yeah. about all that because it's kind of just supposed to be like in the background mm-hmm. for that. Now this isn't that, but like music when I for driving is is kind of like well it's background stuff yeah. because I'm driving and if I focus too much I will die. Right. Um. But so when you're like taken out of that. Mm-hmm. like the same thing and then you change now there is there is that side where it's like well there's too much change yeah but this it didn't change like i'm like oh that's cool that's cool that's cool and it's like what is this this weird yeah incubus part in the middle and that's i think that's the thing to me is i was not surprised by any of it okay and i and and not saying that i was like predicting exactly what was coming next Certainly not. If you had paused before the next thing, you'd be like, what's this section going to be like? I couldn't tell you. But when the changes happened, I was like, yeah, yep, that, that, that tracks. Okay. Even even though it's now we're this like funky Latin-y thing and now we're jazz piano solo and now that's this chorus is up at kind of a major-ish sort of territory and whatever, but everything else was minor or whatever. It just, I don't know, it just didn't, It and it's because it's, it's, stuff that we like we said we've heard in other places oh, maybe, yeah. and may and probably done better maybe or, maybe that's now, the thing. I don't, now this you know, is like a 20 i haven't listened thing. to fungus among us in 15 years <laughs> so i don't know specifically yeah. but yeah but i don't think it's as it. out there as um the singer syndrome Sure. Says. Yeah. I and don't ma- think it's as weird. I'm like that you you could get people to to listen to this yeah. that are into this band. And I almost it's... for my own personal taste, maybe I I almost like kind of want it to be more weird, more out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like 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 really take a left turn, not just kind of angle slightly. I don't know. I'm trying to find the positives. <laughs> I like it. That's good. I'm glad. No, I, I mean I listen to it, but sure, the artwork's cool. It's not even their like latest record. They their latest record just came out in October. Cool, which is called Vengeance. Yeah, October fifteenth. Word, big bird. Anyways, is that, that it? That, that's, that's our show, show, man. Cool. That is our show. We will see you on the interwebs. Next one. I hope you guys had a speaking of seeing us on the interwebs find us on facebook and discord by meta by meta <laughs>
Two Tunes Podcast. And, and Insta- at Two Tunes Podcast on Instagram. Um, engage with the podcast in some way. Leave yeah. uh, you know, um, a comment somewhere. Give us a review. Uh, if it's possible to like or comment in things on whatever those all and crush all, that like button. All engagement helps in any way. Sharing posts. Um, We're getting new people. Yeah, from, for sure. From from under eighteen, which is weird. Yeah, the young folks have the, the young discovered folks. the podcast. The young folks have discovered us and told their church groups. <laughs> cool. All these things are true. Yeah. Anyway, check us out on all that stuff. All Thanks right. for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.